episode 97 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. I think Chris forgot the intro there. <laughs> I was going to say, he, he always oh, pauses, but that one was longer. See, I didn't think I paused. That's weird. Yeah, you paused. Anyway, <laughs> this is the review show that reviews comics chronologically, kind of. We're going into our last hiatus episode today, and it's my pick, and I goes Fables number one. Uh, so that's what we're covering. It was written by Bill Willingham. Yeah. Penciled by Lon Medina, inked by Steve, that is a weird name, Leoloa? Sure. He's Hawaiian. I don't know, this next one's even worse. The colorist is Sherlyn Van Valkenberg Zylo? They sound like they're from Star Trek or something. I think you're making I was going to say, I don't even see that one on my end. (laughs) That's who the color was, apparently. (laughs) Uh, the letter was Todd Klein, the executive editor was Mariah Hewer, and the editor was Shelley Baum. This comic was released in July 2002, and that's it. Anything to say? Okay. No, not yet. <laughs> right. I have a lot to say, but not on any of that. Alright, so Fables is... Technically, I guess it's a DC comic nowadays because they're released under the DC banner. But back then, it was a Vertigo comic. I'm sure we talked about Vertigo at some point. They did Hellblazer and Swamp Thing and Sandman yeah, I and think all we this. Did talk about it. <laughs> I'd say we had. I know we talked about Swamp Thing, so we've had to have talked about it. So yeah. So those are. Um, let's move on to <laughs> one of the two covers. Who wants to do the first one? Are they? Two separate covers? Like, you came out with two different covers? I have no idea. I'm reading the digital version, and both covers are there, so we're covering both of them. I was just say, even in my DC Comics online and on the website one, it's both. So I'm guessing either it was, like, an outside cover and an inside cover, like, almost like a splash page, or it was released two different times. I don't know which one it was. Or the first one's, like, a hardcover, and the other one's, like, the regular... Yeah. I'm glad we're all speculating what it is, but we don't know. That's good for podcasts. N- none of us have a physical <laughs> copy. <laughs> yeah, and That's... and like I said, even on the DC app itself, like the actual copy from DC, they have it exactly the same exact way. They yeah. have both comic both comic covers, so I have no idea. And they have the same date on them and everything. I can't tell you anything different than that. Yeah, I don't know. All I know you is that like, no, the more artistic one... <laughs> And the first one is the style that's for further comics and stuff. So, oh, okay, the second one, like yeah, the how the very first co- like the the stylized one, the first one, yeah, is like it's in the same style. The other covers coming up in the other. Se- uh, so, I don't like yeah, that the, one. The, the, the first cover, I don't like that one. All right, All right I'll cover the first one, then I'll let you cover the second one. <laughs> yeah, I so hold on before you do. I think it says in the cover "Legends and Exile" at the top of the credits. I think that's the name of this story. So, Legends in Exile. Yeah, because I'm just we're just gonna go with that. God, now you may cover the cover. So, um, it says Vertigo issue one lists the the writers, uh, Legends in Exile. Suggested for Mature Readers, uh, was released July 2002, Fables. There is a guy coming out of a zipper on a wolf suit. Mm-hmm. Um, behind him is a girl sitting, who I think she's sitting on a tree with an apple. 
Mm-hmm. Just dark hair and like a white gown on. There is a pig in the tree, nestled in the tree behind her. There is like a almost a tree of life coming up behind her. There's a monkey up on the left-hand side. There's a guy in the background who is Little Boy Blue playing his, what is that? Trumpet. Horn. Yeah. Trumpet. Yeah. And then there's also another guy who's peeking out. As you can see, is one half of his face peeking out from behind the tree. Some of these characters we all beat in this issue, so. No, you don't. And then far in the background is the New York skyline. Yep. Uh, Well-drawn. I actually enjoyed it myself. I I like the style that it's drawn in. There's no real defined lines. It's kind of like... It looks like it's it's painted. It looks painted. like it's painted. Yeah, it's watercolored almost. Yeah, it's a little sloppy. I don't know. I'm not really into this one. Like some of the like the one guy that's peeking around, he looks cool, but like her face looks distorted almost. And yeah, I don't. I, I can't. I don't like that guy coming out of the wolf at all. I think it's supposed to be like in in like a design from like actual ancient fairy tales designs and stuff like that. It, it looks like a design, like maybe a five-year-old drew it. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, no, that's a little <laughs> harsh. It, looks, it doesn't look... I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It looks sloppy. It looks sloppy to me. Like, it even looks, the watercolor looks, it looks like they just took the brush and threw it on there. Yeah, and I like that style of almost, like, melting. Like, I like that uh, painting style for some reason. Yeah, I'm not getting that. I'm getting, like, you threw your brush down on a paper and just sw- swirled it around. I don't know. On the one side where little boy blue is, it looks like a mess. Yeah, it almost looks like there's a figure in front of him, like angel yeah, style. It looks like um, it actually looks like it's got a texture to it almost. Yes, I like it. I, like I have one better. I have no opinion either way, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's when fine. I popped this up and this picture came up, I'm like, ah, oh, crap! What's he got me reading now? That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. Yeah. All right. And then you read it and realized, oh, crap, what does he have me reading? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I did think? I feel like every time it's his turn, he picks something that has to do with fairy tales. Didn't you yes. do this twice before? Did it once before. Yeah, the uh, one with the ladies. Yeah, that was Grim Fairy Tales. That was a different Grim. publisher. This I actually, I actually don't remember what my other choice was. I don't know, but I like this one better than that Grim one that you picked. Yeah. This one's much better all around. This one you didn't need a few issues to get like figure out right, what's right. going on. <laughs> yeah, they jump right in. You're pretty good with that. You can follow it pretty easily. Alright. Really? You, do- you didn't get that? Not at all. Not okay. really. Even a little. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that. On to the second cover. Go ahead, Uncle Chris. The second cover I did like. It's it just says Fables Across Top and Orange and the background of the city looks really cool. Like it's um it's still got like a stylized thing to it, but it's it's more detailed, I guess. It's not, and then the birds flying above where it says fables, and then there's a guy standing there smoking a cigarette. It's almost in black and white, but his lighter or match is red or it's orange, orange, like bright, yeah, because yeah. it's all like dark blue and stuff. Right, it's blue and gray almost. Uh, her lips are pink. There's a woman standing here with her hand looks like it's over her heart, and she's also in like drab colors, but she got pink lips and she's holding a lizard, and the lizard is yellow uh, striped. She's got a watch on. It's got a little bit of color to it. And then down here on the bottom, there's a wolf, and his eyes are glowing red, but he's also very drab. And on the bottom, there's a, a monkey with wings, and it's got an apple in its hand. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool the way they did that. And I actually think it looks like somebody scribbled all over the page. And, <laughs> See, so yeah. and it might not be a wolf. It could be a dog. There's no real definition other than the red eyes. And I'll be honest, the monkey with the wings, 
I, I it's like kind of it's just blacked out. It's barely a monkey with wings. Oh, really? I said you it know, looks very clear on mine. In my mind, it just kind of looks scribbly. Huh. Wow, two different opinions. Yes, <laughs> he's got the same opinion I had about the other one. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. I think- like we just, it was just total different art styles. That's all yeah. it is. And you yeah. like one, and I like the other. I guess I like the detail. I don't like when they just throw shit together. Like I like the almost- detail. It almost looks like you say scratch in the background and stuff, Lump. But yeah, it almost, yeah. It almost looks like New York's falling apart behind them. And, it does. And I it can looks see like it's that. crumbling. So actually, the detail in the very background of the city is done well. It's actually the yeah, up like close that. stuff that I think is sloppy and kind of like really? in my personal opinion. I feel like the up close stuff is lazier. It's like just not like they focused you know, her, everything her, her- on that background. Her face to me has a a lot of detail and a lot of shading to it. His is kind of scribbly, but I like well, that. I thought, I, and her face and his yeah. face, so like almost from the midpoint up is done detailed. And then as you get fade towards the bottom is what my, I guess my mm. bigger issue is. Closer to you seems right. just like lazier. All right, art critics, are we done with the covers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since we podcast, so we're like, we're, yeah. we're going with every, we're hitting every every button. <laughs> okay, so once upon a time in the fictional land of New York is how we open up this story. As a taxi is speeding across, and a man gets out of the taxi and runs into this building, the Woodward Luxury Apartments. This is Jack Horner. Uh, if anyone is familiar, it? yeah. For those, I who thought are- it was Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. No, so did I. Because they even said, Jack, you climbed the beanstalk later. Well, and I think it was a joke. Oh. His his name is Jack Horner. I think what they did is they combined all the Jacks into one character. Oh. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. So, so he's Jack Skellington, too? Yes. Yeah. Jack, Jack Mehoff? Jack yes. Mehoff. So, like, you're not going to come across a 30 different Jacks in the story, essentially. Ah. Uh, Jack and Jill? See Jack and Jill, too? Uh, I think so, actually, yeah. <laughs> because ev- everything in this has a dark twist to it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I remember correctly, Jill fell down the hill and died or something in this oh, well. story. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right, because I have actually read this, and yeah, I think so, too, as you get further into these. Yeah, it's like comics. she fell down a well and died or some crap like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so he rushes in and... Passes this, like, door guy and passes the janitor. They're their characters later. We really don't need to get into them now. And he runs to pass the offices of Snow White and into the security office of Big B Wolf. You get it? Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, Big B is the Big Bad Wolf, obviously. And he is... Alright, so, I'm gonna back up a little bit because we're gonna have to explain the premise here. Well... So here's my problem. You can't explain the premise, which was actually my point in this. You you don't have anything when you read this. No, you Not you right away, the, no. You get you get it through the dialogue, but you do? Yeah, you get it through the dialogue as they're as they're explaining different things about the world and why they're here and stuff. It's and it's supposed to be built up more of as a mystery for a lot of this stuff too. Like why they're here and stuff. It's more of a like this. These first few books feel more noir than anything else, as with yeah. trying to figure out as yeah. the things that are happening. And I think you're supposed to be figuring out the crime and the mystery with that what's going on with them and stuff. But they don't outright explain things, but they do like hint at it and like 
tell you different, give you different things as dialogues happen and then stuff. So essentially, what happened is all right. I'm trying to decide how far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to let you do this because I'll be honest. From this comic, I didn't get any of that. I'm just, I only I'm read trying... this one, so I don't know any any of the the further on stuff at all. Well, well, and that's why I'm trying to be totally objective to just this comic because right. I know that I know more. But I'm telling you, this comic that I read here. Well, that's that's my whole point. That's what I'm trying to figure out is how far <laughs> into it I want to dive in because I've read the entire series. I think yeah. I've read a lot. I don't know if I've read the entire series, but I've read a lot. There's 150 issues of the original series, and they just started releasing more recently. Oh, okay. But, like, essentially, so I'm just going to say this. The fairy tales moved from their world to New York for reasons. And they're, yes. and, and they're tr- keeping their the fact that they are fairy tales secret from what they call Mondays. Is it Mondays in this? I think so, like the mundane people who yeah. But are I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering if that's this or if that's a Harry they, Potter term. No, Harry Potters are muggles. <laughs> oh, muggles. All right, yeah, okay. Mundane, this, they're mundies. They're mundies. Yeah. Ones, okay. And uh, they do call them that in this comic. Yeah, I know. That's like I just couldn't figure out which one it was though. Although they don't give you context for it. No, not in this issue. But you can surmise from the word "bundy," you know. Yes. Yeah. All right. So. Jack runs up to Bigby, and uh, they quip at each other about, you know, him being the big bad wolf, he being, you know, climbing beanstalks, like he said. But anything, he says a terrible thing has happened. But before we find out what it is, we cut over to the business offices of Snow White, where Beauty and Beast are talking to Snow White. And Beast is having issues because he's his horns and his teeth are, like, beast-like at this moment. and It's annoying. Just so you know, it's friggin' annoying. I can't. Well, I stopped reading his dialogue. It was that bad. <laughs> like I'm like, I can't even stand it. I can't even stand the way it was written. It was driving me bananas. Yeah, and actually, to, to be honest, it's almost unreadable. Like you have yeah. to read the other bubbles to actually figure out what he said. Yeah, is I've how read bad they made it. I'm like, I'm not even reading that anymore because it's 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 stupid. It's not <laughs> written good at all. It, yeah, it was bad. That was rough. Yeah, I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take it. I'm not complaining about the comic. I didn't really hate the comic. But his dialogue, I couldn't wait till they were done. Because I had no idea what he was saying. Well, I think they did their job then. Because I think yeah, that well, was the Yeah, well, I mean, you're supposed to be able to <laughs> decipher it. But I needed, like, a code, a decoder or something to figure out what the hell he was saying. I didn't have any problem with it, but okay. Oh, God. But anyway. I liked her in her little nightgown with her boobs hanging out. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Belle is very provocative in this. <laughs> yes, she is. Yes. I mean, most of the female characters are in this. Yeah, yeah, they seem that that they're drawn like that. Anyway, they're having marital issues, and it's causing Beast to turn back into a beast, which is the gist of, of the dialogue here. And Snow White's yeah. like, okay, you gotta get it under control or buy a glamour, because apparently you need to buy glamours to hide your identity, or else you have to go to this magical place called the farm where they keep all the fables that are... They can't that, hide in plain sight. Yeah, yeah they, they can't. can't. Hide. So... So she, they say they can't afford the glamour, but then she says we're all having trouble, and then they back up and show her office, which is huge. Yeah, but it's not her office. <laughs> oh, it's not? No. Oh, no, it's the guy. Okay, the other. Yeah. yeah, she's just acting because the actual mayor has disappeared. Ah. She's kind of a bitch, and so is Belle. Yeah, yeah, they're both a little, uh, a little <laughs> bitchy. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I can't say anything with Bell, but yeah, once you find out Snow's dark backstory, you might understand. But I'll be honest, even at the beginning, though, you can kind of tell that the two guys in the beginning, and I get it, it's a little noir, because they're kind of assholes right off the bat. Like, And I, and I think that's the way they're writing these characters in this in this right. comic right now. Right. Yeah, everybody's well, a little angry. It's like everybody's got shake, shaken up, like they're not used to this. Every, everybody's gone through some shit, let's just say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, yeah. But yeah, so essentially she's like, you need to get a glamour, and apparently you have to pay for... the. Everyone's kind of... Some of the fables are poor, some of them are rich, some of them got to bring their fortune, some of them didn't, so right. some can afford these things from the... I don't know why it's not a public service just to glamour right, people, if you but, gotta hide anyway, then they shouldn't have to pay for it, right? <laughs> yeah, but I guess cap, I guess they're in your capitalism, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... But that's that's the gist of, of that whole thing. And they're like, we can't afford to do it. And she's like, we'll figure it out or you're going to the farm. And they're like, we'll figure something out. <laughs> and then, yeah, they show the office. Anyway, someone wanted to describe the, the office because it is so... Well, when they show the office in the background, there's a giant, like, the tree of life thing. But there's people hanging from it. Do you see the guy hanging Ooh. from the tree? All the way in the yeah. back? Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I actually, to be honest, didn't even notice that. I just look, noticed I, it. It's crazy. Looking. I actually still don't see it. If you look straight at the tree, um, right where the bottom of the door is, there's a circle, and there's a guy hanging in the middle of the tree. And the tree in the background? Yeah, so yeah, to the, the right of the sword. Do you see the sword? Yes. To the right of the sword, about oh, the handle. Inch. Yeah. Yep. The, right of the, the sword on the left. Do you see the sword on the left in the door jam? Leaning against the door jam? Okay, that sword. Then just go to the right. It's right at the handle. Oh, okay. Now I see it. (laughs) Wow. Just going to send you a picture of that. I was looking at the sword that was kind of in the stone. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. You were going to the right of that one. What I do like about their artwork is it looks like you could come back to the page and find other details that you never saw before. Yeah. Like I like this pirate ship up here. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, there's a lot. I'm of sure it all has significance. It probably is the sword and the stone, and that's probably like uh, Captain Hook's ship or something. You yeah, know, it's well, I'm assuming it is because it's of... floating. Yeah, or that could be. Nah, it might be Captain Hook. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. I think it's cool. I do like the artwork. It is. I'm just thinking maybe that's that hang person's the hanged man because that's I think that's a fable too. So looks like or King Neptune down in the front here, all the way up, like right in front of us. Or Triton. Poseidon. Or Triton. Uh, Poseidon, one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, flying Monkey, are they Are they the Wizard of Oz Flying Monkeys? Is that why they keep referencing them? I think so. Because yeah. Flying Monkeys are, like, actually in this, so. Yeah, uh, they seem is, to be There is a Flying a Monkey in here. Flying, right, right. In the next uh, next panel, he, uh, Flying Monkey's actually coming to give a guy a book. Yeah, he's bringing a book over. Anyway, yeah, so that was that. Moving <laughs> on. Let's skip over the conversation, because I pretty much... I mean, we can read the conversation, but not the beasts because he doesn't say anything. He just goes garbledy 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 garbledy. Oh, and uh, by the way, uh, little boy Blue is Snow White's assistant. Is that who he? I see him sitting back there at his own desk behind her, but I didn't know yes. what it was. All right. So as Beast and Belle leave, Bigby comes up and says he's got to talk to Snow for whatever Jack wanted. Meanwhile, we cut over to a restaurant where Prince Charming oh, is eating. You missed a detail here. They leave because she mentions the dwarves and it pisses Snow White off to no end. <laughs> you, and you then they, outside in the hallway, he says, don't mention the dwarves. Do you want a spoiler for later? 
<laughs> I mean, it's like, I'm not going to go any further. So maybe, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, this ta- this towel and this Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is the Dwarfs took Snow White in it and then pretty much raped her. Ah, uh-uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they kept using her over and over and over. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. So she doesn't like the dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> I got you. Uh, so moving so wait, on. Prince from that Charming one. is her ex-husband, and Prince Charming is her ex-husband. Okay, yes. I was confused at first, but yes, okay. So we cut over to a steakhouse where Prince Charming is eating steak, and he's kind of flirting with the waitress. Okay, and it's, it's a very fancy place, and he's he's flirting with her and convinces her that, you know, she can pay for his food because he doesn't have any money, and then he leaves with her. <laughs> and, yeah, that's essentially that one. Yeah. There's a, I'm going over a lot of panels because there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, but you're covering it. I mean, you're yeah, not you're really good. missing anything. Yeah, I know, That's why. but that's why I'm kind of, like, just stumbling here because I'm scrolling down a little bit, but... It's not like reading forties dialogue either. It's all kind of necessary too to establish the world. Yeah, there's stories in in the dialogue, definitely. So anyway, back to uh, the fables place. Uh, Bigby's talking to Snow and says she he's got some bad news. It's about your sister Rose Red, and that and she's gone missing. And there's been possible vic- of a possible victim of violence. And they're like. Oh, and she's like, oh, great. Then we get a little backstory about her sister house. Her sister's kind of like a, a party animal. Yeah. yeah. She just likes to party. She likes to have a good time, but she's always partying, basically. Right. And so Bigby's going to go investigate, and she's like, I'm coming with you. And she's, no matter what you say. And then they're off. Then we cut over to the waitress's apartment where Trevor Charmers is having sex with her while two yeah. girls are listening to them on the other side of the wall. Okay, that's what's going on. I wasn't sure what they were doing. I, <laughs> I saw that, that, but I never really caught on to exactly. I what guess that they're was, her kids but... or something. I don't know. I, I just <laughs> uh, he does say that he's a um, he had to get a he believes ev- a truly accomplished nobleman should hone his coxmanship every yes. bit as much as his swordsmanship. He does say that. <laughs> that was a funny line. <laughs> yep. So that happens, and then we cut over to the. Place Snow White and Bigby are in a cab, and they get to. The I feel place. like everybody in this is using the same exact cab driver. Like the guy's an asshole. <laughs> or I think is that's just the whole like that New York cab, cab drivers, drivers are assholes. Yeah, they're just, I think they're just saying every cab driver. In New yeah, York. I think that's what the, the story <laughs> is there. I don't think there's a special cab driver that they use or anything, right? But the other guy got mad because he don't, he didn't tip him, and now this guy's like, "Oh yeah, thanks." Now my mom can get that kidney operation for your change. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they go up this apartment building, and Bigby Shadow is that of a wolf, just in case you weren't sure. Oh, yeah. well, I forgot. He sent Jack ahead to um like guard the place to make sure no Secure. one entered. Yes. Yeah. And Jack's sitting there. He opens the door, and they walk in to. A bloodbath, essentially. There's blood everywhere. Yeah. I didn't expect yeah. it to be that bad when they were talking about it. It's per- like even the door is running through blood when you open the door up and close it. Yeah, and it says no more happily ever after is on the wall. Yeah. And yeah, it's just a giant panel of a bloody scene with no body, though. Right, right, right. The, coat, the sofa's cut open, there's cushions everywhere, there's blood everywhere. Bigby tells them to wait outside as he goes in and investigates... And Does he rip the lock off the refrigerator 
Or does he find it ripped off the I refrigerator? I think he finds it ripped off and figures out where it went because he goes, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. 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 And he's Somebody just invest- he's, he's investigated and like going through things. Like, there's this is 2002, so, you know, the CDs everywhere. And right. He's going through like the drawers, finds the lock, as you said, the lock broken off of the refrigerator. And he comes out and he says, All right, Jack, he's taking you, I'm taking you in. Because he's the prime suspect at this point. So yeah. Jack gets mad, throws a punch. He subdues him, and he says... Shut up before I think of any other charges to stack against you. Yes, and he's accusing Bigby of abusing his authority. And we end with on that. And that's it. That was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the way it ends is like, well, now I feel like I have to read the next one, but... <laughs> I probably won't, but I, I I I didn't mind it. I thought it was decent. It was I liked it better than the grim one, definitely. So when I reread it this time, I was actually a little more disappointed. Like really, but last time I had read it and moved on. So like when you right. just read, like if you were if you got this comic book back when it came out in O two, and you had to wait for the next one to come out. Yeah, I don't know that I would have. Like, that was I my know. issue. It's like, well, I, like what? I mean, I want to know what happened, but at the same time, the f- you didn't give me anything here. Like, what am I? Well, I don't even know what I'm waiting for. Right. I, yeah, I, that, so that's that's fair because, like, I did the same thing. I read the first issue and moved on. And that, the that's the thing. I loved it enough that I read it more. But and and like when the second issue when um, Bigby's in his apartment and he has one of the three little pigs in his apartment smoking cigarettes. It's like... (laughs) It's good. Like, if you read on, it actually is a very good comic. But I was trying to be more objective. Like, if we were... If I just reviewed this comic, I I don't know that I'd be sold to be like... Right. Keep going, you know, and wait for the next one to come out. Except that's fair. But at the same time, it's almost... It's kind of hard to be objective like that since... These days, since everything is after your fingertips, if someone just found this today, and it can read you, all of them, and then you would read them all, which is what I did, yeah. right? So it's like, sure, back in two thousand two, that's fair, but now everything's kind of be judged on a different standard these days too. I'm yeah. curious of how popular this was in two thousand two. Um, this series was really popular, yeah, which is crazy to me because again, if I had read this in o two, I would have been pissed to have to wait. For the next issue, you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, I can see that. But, I can definitely see that. But I did actually really enjoy. Like, I'm if I had waited and actually read the next one, I would have been hooked to do so it like, too. You know, this series is so popular. I read a story uh, once that a couple broke up and they sued each other over ownership of the comic books. Wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, again, knowing what I know after this comic, it's worth the read. Like it's, it is actually really good. It gets really in depth. There's a lot going on, and it's it's really well done. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It is. It's a it's a great series. It gets a little weird. But... It does, but I, I like the weird. I don't mind the weird, but this comic doesn't necessarily do it justice. Is my my what right. I'm trying to say is, if anybody picked this up and just read this, don't judge it by this one. Go on because you will enjoy it. And like most of it does take place in New York, but it doesn't stay stationed in New York. No, there's even things that they make up in New York that are. Kind of cool too. Like there's, yeah. the, they do some stuff. I think in Central Park, if I remember, and then there's like more forest involved. Yeah. So 
And it's yeah. and it's and eventually it does drop the whole noir thing and goes into a straight up like fantasy fairy, kind of yeah, just fairy, totally tale fairy tale. Kind of. Yes. So, yes, it does. But this is one of the better series that I read, so I wanted to spotlight it and so here we are. I actually I really it. agree I it with okay. you. It was good. The the series is really good. Right. Again, this first comic I I had a little bit of trouble when I read it, but it drew it was me good. a little. Like I mean, and, yeah, and, and to be okay. fair, and to be fair, not a lot happens in the first comic. There's a lot of explanation going on. Yeah, they're 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 building right, a right. world. It's story building. They're yeah. leaving you with, but they're also leaving you with a lot of open ended <laughs> stuff. Like knowing, like you got to read the next one, or else you're right. never going to find out 25 different things that they left open in yeah, this comic. Yeah, there's a ton of know? things in the one. Yeah, right. So, when I'm going over it, there was like whole pages that I skipped because I could, I summed it up in three sentences when it took them four pages to get across the dialogue, which yeah. is not, which isn't bad because, like I said, we're building character and stuff like that and establishing personalities and everything. But like that's exactly all it was. That's all that's happening in that scene. You know, that's it. Yeah. Right, a whole page was basically they walked out of the room. Right, you know, but you see stuff in it which you explain so. Yeah, the detail in the drawings are um, draw you into. Yes, like, I, like, I agree. And it does. T- it, this is a visual storytelling mechanism. Like when they're g- walking up to the apartment to, to where the crime scene is, seeing Big B's shadow as a wolf and stuff like that is more storytelling. Yes. Yeah. yeah character building, storytelling. It's it's good. It's honestly, I recommend the series itself because it's really, really good. It's worth a read. I'm going to guess that Uncle Chris doesn't have a thing with people in it or nothing, so I guess that's it. A thing yep. with people in it? What's a thing with people? I don't know what you're talking you about. Know, you know, you go after every Batman, you say, this one had Batman and oh. Robin. Oh, yeah, no, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you meant uh, the joke. That's what I thought you meant. I'm like, no, oh, the I joke. I, I know you have the joke. <laughs> <laughs> we well, had Bell, um, we had Beast, we had Snow White, we had Bigby, we had Jack. Who else? A flying monkey. Little uh, little boy blue. blue. I honestly forgot to even look that up. To be <laughs> <laughs> I figured. So, <laughs> so do you know why Cinderella was so bad at basketball? Why? Because her coach was a pumpkin. Wait, also, she keeps running away from the ball. <laughs> Come on, they're good. I had to stop you because I thought you were going to cut me off. I was. I I had my was a pumpkin. I didn't quite get. It took me a second to actually put it together. And I'm like, wait, wait, don't cut me off yet. I'm like, why was her coach a pumpkin? I don't understand. I get it. I get it. My my finger was hovering over the stop button too. I know it. That's what I was like. Wait. Also, she keeps running away from the ball. Come on, that's a good one. (laughs) Except Cinderella wasn't even in this one, but okay. It's a fairy tale. Who cares? She she shows up in the second issue. I figured she's got to show up. Who else? You know, they got to have her on there. I think she's a s- <laughs> spy in this issue in the oh, series. Really? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we're done. I'm also ahead, confused because I thought Prince Charming was her prince, but no. Well, you know what I think it is, and I can't, and I I'm not 100 percent on this, but I. Th- think they combined the princes together and he was both of their ex. It's definitely possible because he looks like Prince Eric, who is the prince from Little Snow Mermaid. White? No Mermaid. Oh. Well, who but was, I don't know who Snow Who was White the prince? Was. Wasn't Snow White's Prince Charming? I thought Prince White was Prince Charming too. 
Well, Prince Charming is definitely Cinderella. Right, and I thought I think it was Snow White too. Because I it's don't possible. think possible. Or he didn't have a name. That's possible a lot too. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm looking. Prince Charming's Who is Snow White's Cinderella. Prince? It says Snow White's Prince is Prince. <laughs> yeah. So they probably also- combine. It's okay. referred to as just the prince. Yeah, because Prince Charming, named Prince Charming, is named in Cinderella, not in Snow White. Right. So what I, I think is, the okay. he could be named Prince Ferdinand, or also known as Florian. I think they combined the two princes together, and I think he was both of their exes. <laughs> I'm sure they did. Yeah, he's getting around. Well, I he mean, picks up girls pretty easy. Yeah, <laughs> so, say he does. He is he, Prince Charming. He is Prince he Charming. Is Charming. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye. That's all. Bye. Bye. Bye.